Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Domesticated Dude podcast. I'm Logan, your host on this journey. This is a special 4th of July edition of the podcast. I'm joined by my friend Reed, and we talk about how we're going to celebrate the significance of beating the British at the height of their reign, and Reed lets us know how he really feels about the new generation of country music. I hope your fourth is filled with friends, family, and fireworks, and that you're able to kick back, relax, enjoy the day, and just unplug from the daily grind. It's been a grind for all of us over these last few months, and I feel like today and this weekend is a good opportunity for us, for all of us, to recharge our batteries a little bit before we get back to it. If you like what you hear in the podcast, share it with a friend, make sure you subscribe so new episodes get downloaded immediately, and leave us a review and let other people know how you feel about this podcast. That's the best way to get the word out is word of mouth from you, our listeners. That's the best marketing we can ever do. So thank you again for your support and for tuning in. I hope you have a great weekend. Without further ado, here's my conversation with my friend Reed about the 4th of July. Hope you enjoy Hey, Reed, how you doing, man? It's good to see you. Not bad. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. I got the day off. Ready to go. Man, I'll tell you what. I've had the summer off so far, and let me tell you, days off are great. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm really trying to appreciate the days that I have off because it's, uh, it's a grind right now. It's a grind for everybody, and I'm just trying to slow down and really appreciate this extra time that I have not being on my computer. You know... Uh, in all seriousness, I think a lot of people need to take a look inside and, you know, try and find the good in every situation. And this is one of those because, I mean, I don't know about you. I, I'm pretty cons- uh, pretty positive, I know. But, like, you, Tyler, me, have all had opportunities this summer that we otherwise probably in our lifetime, at least not until retirement, would not have. And, uh, you know, it sucks that it's on the back of a pandemic that lots of people are dying from and, you know, the economy may tank and shit like that. But fuck, I mean, you know, how much does the economy really affect you? I've always right. wondered that. Like, you know, when when people are talking about, oh, the stock market's great. I'm like, all right, well, that doesn't fucking help me at all. <laughs> so who gives but a it, shit? But it does help you now because we've started to play the That's stock true. market game. So now, I, now that I- <laughs> a little bit more invested. But, yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things. The stock market being up or down does not affect my day-to-day yeah. life at all. Right. And, and, and frankly, uh, you know, who's in, in power in, 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 you know, the presidency, frankly, doesn't make much difference anyways. You know, I mean, all that shit, you know, when you boil it down to who you are and what your, your spot on this earth is, you know, that shit hardly is ever going to affect you. I mean, obviously, if there's big sweeping change. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of stuff that most presidents have done since me and you've been alive, that wasn't catastrophic one way or another, you know, it's, it's sort of like, are you going to choose to be offended by this? Cause this really isn't a big, big deal. Yeah. You just you have know, to, there, yeah. You have to tune it out just like you have, you've yep, tuned stuff yep. out. What are some of the ways that you've done that this summer? <laughs> well, the first thing I did was the day before my birthday, when I was going to get flooded with, you know, 
happy birthday wishes from people who haven't talked to me in a year. I just said, fuck, I don't think I need this shit anymore. Which, uh, admittedly, when launching a podcast is probably the worst time to get rid of your social media accounts. But yeah, you know, I fucking got rid of that shit. Uh, You know, I didn't purposely uh, break my phone. I would never say that. Uh, But fortunately, I had broken my phone that I had all these numbers for, you know, four or five years. And now I don't have those. So, you know, if I don't have somebody's number in my phone and I don't recognize it and it's definitely not from work, I just don't answer. <laughs> so, well, if it's important, you know, they'll leave you a voicemail anyway. Right. If you're not willing to leave me a voicemail and I'm. Uh, you have to be willing to check that voicemail. To... <laughs> right. There, there, there's two to tango sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, fuck. I, I got rid of Facebook. That felt great. And like I said, dude, uh, I have this opportunity to hang out with my kid all summer. Now, fortunately, I can only do that because I made a pile of money this winter and my wife's a nurse. If those two things weren't uh, true, I certainly couldn't do what I'm doing right now. But fortunately, I did. And now I get to have a fuck the coolest summer of my adult life, for sure. Yeah. And not to mention a huge Fourth of July weekend. Like I have a, oh, I have like a five or six day weekend because I took Monday and Tuesday off of work and I have today off of work. You know, like we said, it's being able to appreciate that time that you have. Fuck yeah, that man. You may not have had otherwise. Do you guys have big plans for this weekend for the fourth? Uh, so fortunately, uh, Lane Jacob, my kid, his birthday is on the third. So today we're going to head up to Talkeetna with the RV and go hopefully get a good spot and bomb around Talkeetna, Alaska. And for those of you who don't know what in the world Talkeetna, Alaska could be, uh, I think probably a fair assessment would be Think of like a fairground two hours away from wherever you live and everybody's really fucking weird, but they're also really nice. That would be, <laughs> that would be Talkeetna. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, the food's great. The people are great. They're weird, but you know, they're Alaskan. So you can expect that. Um, we're going to go out there, hike around. I'm going to bring the fish and poles. We're probably going to go dip, dip the lines a little bit. Uh, you know, whatever the kid wants to do. Also, uh, I've got this uh, frisbee game I got to show you. It's uh, it's a drinking game, of course. And frankly, uh, if you can put two to two together, you probably already are with me. But uh, we're gonna bring that out. This in this game, you you have like PVC pipe on a stand. Oh yeah, you put yeah. A beer, horseshoes. Beer on top and try yeah. to yeah, it's exactly. Frisbee exact horseshoes. Thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get down on some of that. A uh, bunch of uh, like uh, Lane's friends through his mom are gonna come out. Uh, so I think there's going to be like four or five of uh, her friends who have families coming out. So he's got a bunch of pals to bomb around with. He's going to open his presents out there, most of which are going to be great on this uh, little uh, endeavor because there's like a, we got him a new backpack for hiking, a camelback and a, a bunch of stuff that he can use right away. So um, hopefully he is appreciative of that. If not, I'll probably also get him a video game. I'm a sucker for <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> playing get him, video games. Get him things that you guys can do together, like going on hikes and playing video oh, games. Oh, fuck and... no. He likes the lamest games. And there, there's no way that like I can get in on his games. He loves Minecraft. And like I'll be honest with you, I really liked Legos as a kid. But if I'm going to build shit, it's got to be with Legos or Lincoln Logs <laughs> or some shit like that. I'm not going to spend all day... Uh, building shit and then it just turned off my computer that's not how i'm gonna build shit yeah you, you know what i mean you can't enjoy it that way you just look at it you're like oh <laughs> this looks cool all right right well, 
right. Time to build one, the of, next. <laughs> one of his other favorite games, and I'm not even quite positive that this is even frankly a game. It's like a flight simulator thing, and he builds rockets and jets and planes and helicopters for fun. And then usually he blows them up or runs them into some self-defense or uh, uh, air defense turret or some shit like that. But anyways, his games are not my kind of games. He is a goat simulator. I don't even know what the fuck that is. What do you do as a goat, <laughs> goat simulator? You farm goats, but man. Anyways, that's... <laughs> my herd is that's strong it. right now. <laughs> Yo, so anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's that's what we'll be doing is, is going up to Talkeetna. I mean, we're going to be RV camping, so it's not really quite like camping, but I'm going to bring a tent just in case uh, the kids all want to tent out. We've got a big, I think, seven-man tent that one of Ashley's friends gave her, which is a real chunk of shit, but for fucking kids, they trash it. I don't give a shit. RV uh, camping so, is arguably the best camping. You have the best you know, of both worlds. You get all the outside time you want, but then you come inside with a door right. that closes and a bed, Yes, a real bed. I, 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 I would consider, especially in Alaska, anytime an RV is is concerned, you are officially glamping. So I'm going to be glamping, I guess. Hey, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just sophisticated, or shall I say, domesticated. No. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but no, man, I grew up I grew up in a camper. We, we would go camping yeah. every weekend. And it was one of those Class C motorhomes where it had the bunk up top. So I would just ride yep. up there the whole way down to Seward <laughs> or wherever we were going. I'm in my own little world up there. It was amazing. Yeah, you know, uh, all the time, I think of the kind of shit that like our parents probably got away with. That uh, if you tried today, would get you fucking hung. For oh, example, yeah. letting your kid ride around in the top of an RV uh, driving down the Seward Highway. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's no seatbelts up there. Yeah, yeah, no. And and it's only Alaska's most dangerous road. So, you know. Yeah, Pancho was a really good driver, though. I don't know where he got all of his driving skills, but uh must have been up on the North Slope when he was working up there. But he was he's a very good driver. Oh, uh, well, I, that shit apparently runs in the family uh, because you guys don't take any chances. Let me tell you, anybody who ever drives with fucking Logan, get ready for the speed limit. <laughs> hey, man. You, you'll never have seen anything yeah. like it in your life. I've where adapted. Where a 33-year-old man runs the exact speed limit, not one mile power over, and is just jamming the whole way to wherever you go. <laughs> that was until I learned what interstates are, and now I uh-huh. go like three to five over. There's Ooh, a, there's there a sweet go. spot in there, and I'm lucky in Nebraska – if you have in-state plates, you're probably not going to get pulled over for three to five. But if you have out-of-state plates, if you're six or seven over, you're definitely getting pulled over. <laughs> that's, you're just that's adapting. Thing, huh? I have to adapt to uh, the world around me, and that's one of the ways I'm doing it. So uh, you asked me about my plans. What are your plans for this big five, six-day weekend you got? Man, you know what? I don't have a lot of plans, and it's kind of stressing me out. But at the same time, it's also it also feels pretty magical. Like, I don't know what to do with myself if I'm not working or if I have, like, a specific purpose for the day. Yeah. Like, today is kind of that, like, climbing the elevation before a big drop-off. So today mm-hmm. is, like, how do I adjust? How many emails am I going to respond to? What am I, I going to do for work? 
And this morning I did have some work stuff pop up, which is okay. Like I work in communications. It's kind of expected. I told Sarah, you know, it's, it's expected that I have to maybe answer an email or make a phone call or, or whatever on my day off. It's just one of those things. But now how do I manage the rest of my time now that that's over and make the most of it? And for the fourth, we keep going back and forth. It's like, okay, well, do we want to go spend time with family, with a big fireworks show? And that would be amazing. It'd be great to see everybody. But honestly, we've been conditioned over these last three or four months that hanging out at home is really not as terrible as we used to think Yeah, it dude, was. it's not as bad as people give it credit for. The other thing is, with, with that, I'd have to drive for like an hour and a half on the 4th of July night. I really don't like doing that. Yeah, fuck that. I know, I know my limits, and I know I can be okay and control myself, but I don't trust other people out there, Dude. especially on the 4th of July. People have been Dude. pent up in their homes. Dude. I don't want to mess with that, man. Like nope. I don't, I don't want to be on the road. So nope. I kind of want to go sit on the deck and see how many bush lights I can drink. You know, that's kind of where my head's at right now. <laughs> how does uh, how does Sarah feel about that plan? Or have you not she told her fully that supports plan that plan. Well, she supports the stay-at-home <laughs> plan. I don't know about the bush light race, uh, solo race idea. Well, you know, to each her own. But I think uh, maybe if you step up from bush light, she might join you. Maybe well, if you just go get a bunch of... Uh, you know, uh, a bottle of red, a bottle of white, <laughs> some sort of bottle of oh, blue there, there uh, will be wine. wine that you can find. Hey, I just figured out yours before the July. There, there will be <laughs> wine, my friend. Our local winery here in town, um, it's actually located between Seward and Lincoln. They have released a couple new wines that they've been growing. And they don't add any sugar. They don't add any sulfates. It's all organic. It's all grown right there on their property. And we found that that stuff like does not give us any headaches, which is a really dangerous proposition. Because <laughs> now we're like, oh, well, how many bottles of wine can we drink? Let's find out. Uh, but no, it's it's great. I think we'll probably do that. Uh, we've invested in some Trulies, some White Claws, you know, that stuff. Uh, which is, I know you uh, don't like them very much, but hey, they get the job done and they don't give you that sugar rush headache at the end. No, uh, my concern is specifically that uh, I don't like how much burping I do in the midst. You know, if I chug a beer, you know, I might have one good belch. But if I chug a fucking Truly, I'm going to have a weird stomach for a while. But no, Trulies and those fucking White Claws and whatever other ridiculous version of those things have been a godsend. Where have these been? I know. Could you imagine at 21 if we could have just rolled in? With like a 36 rack of those, you would have been heroes for all the girls at any party. And it would have been incredible. We would have been broke, but uh, it's true. You know, it, <laughs> More broke sacrifices, More broke. right? You have to make sacrifices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sacrifices is all about what uh, you know. This Fourth of July probably is all about. It's not Veterans Day or something like that, but you know, uh, independence of this country was uh, bought in blood, just like uh, you know every other independence. I'm sure was bought in blood. That's what this was, you know. Uh, and I will say one thing, uh, you know, America and Americans are under this, uh, I wouldn't say illusion because I would actually tend to agree, but we have this sort of like, we're the best because, and I have to say our independence story has to be if one of the best, if not the best of all the independence day stories that I'm at least aware of, because we beat the British at the height of the British Empire. Now, 
in all fairness, they were way overstretched, but we beat the baddest motherfuckers that had ever existed at that point on our terms with the French, albeit. Uh, but but we won our shit, and here we are, 1776. Quick math guy, 44 years, 244 years later. Is that good math? Sure. Fuck yeah, that's good that's math. Good Fuck yeah, that's good math. Yeah, it's estimated. 244 years later, here we are, kicking ass, pissing off our allies, <laughs> eating Corona. Uh, I'm telling you, we're, we are the best. But it is one of those things where on 4th of July, you have to take that step back and reflect on how our country came to be and the sacrifices that people made for it to be so. I mean, I, I assume this is the case for everybody on their Independence Day. But as an American, there's a real fuck yeah uh, about our 4th of July. And I don't care if you're, you know, some goth kid or a nerd, a jock, you know, uh, uh, a metalhead, whatever you may be. If you're in this country and a citizen, you've got to have some cool fucking pride about the, the, the history and heritage of what it means to be an American. And again... You know, I, I certainly am not trying to get uh, into some sort of debate form here, but, you know, it's one of those things that, like, this is that day that every year we have, especially as Americans, to go, fuck yeah, we're the best. At least today. Give us give us July 4, and after that we can go back to normality and real uh, real uh, reality, but at least today. Give us today, July 4th. I'll give you July 4th, but then on July 5th, I would challenge you and all of us to kind of sit back and think about how we can do better going forward as a, as a oh, society certainly. and as a country, because there are a lot of conversations that need to be had right now that aren't taking place. Uh, I think they, I think they're starting to, which is great, but we have a lot of room to grow. I think that's absolutely true as Americans. And if, if we could uh, somehow come to grips with some of those things, I think you're talking about, I think anybody who, has had their eyes open for the last two months, probably has a good idea what you're talking about. You know, another thing, though, is it's a species thing. Our whole species, the human species, man, we use and abuse. And, you know, one of the things, America could lead from the front. And I think that's one of our challenges is leading from the front. And if we could manage to do that, then maybe a lot more people would take, uh, you know, other things seriously. But as a as a fucking race, the human race, we, we need to get shit figured out pretty quick because... Uh, and I haven't had seen any rain in about three weeks in Anchorage, Alaska. And uh, the fishing is so the commercial fishing is so bad that this year that um, entire fisheries are closed up. You know, there's cycles, but is it also possible that maybe we've uh, hit a uh, point where we fucked this place so hard that uh, maybe we're not getting the returns that we think we need anymore? As a human species, we need to figure this the fuck out. It's not America. Or anybody else necessarily, it's the world. We got to get that figured out. But another thing we got to figure get figured out and quickly is really how shitty country music is. And we really need to get <laughs> on board, especially as Americans, especially <laughs> on this Fourth of July. We need to just stop with the fucking country music. It's terrible. It's awful. There's no okay. Look, you can't name me one country music artist who could outplay a single rock or blues musician on an instrument, and you can't name me a single. Uh, singer in country who can out sing Mariah Carey. It's a garbage music. Come on, America, let's get over this shit. I will. I will let you have that argument, but please don't put Garth Brooks <laughs> in the argument with you. Don't lump him in with all these other people. <laughs> I grew up listening to Garth Brooks. I love Garth Brooks. He has the very 
dear place in my heart. But everybody else, yeah, you can take them. To to be fair, you do have friends in low places, so I, I would assume that would be true for you. Oh yes, you're one of them. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> what spurred your hatred for country music? That literally came out of nowhere. <gasps> Oh, absolutely. I know. I, I had to get, I, I knew I had to drop that on you when I had you going on something else. Otherwise it wouldn't pass. Oh, I don't know. Fuck dude. Every time I hear that shit, like I walked into uh, Fred Myers yesterday and over the PA, they had country music and I like legitimately sat in the doorway. was like, I don't fucking think I need food. <laughs> I don't think I need food enough to listen to this shit. Like that's how much I just, okay, look, I, it's hard. Especially when it comes to taste and art, it's hard to say that one thing doesn't have value compared to another. But I'll tell you, when I'm listening to music, which is one of my favorite things, it's one of your favorite things, it's very important to both of us. Actually, I don't know. There's plenty of people who, who love music more, musicians, and people who uh, you know are concert goers to the max, but like I live through music. So it's important to me that what I listen to is something that doesn't want to make me blow my fucking head off. And... You know, I have been in some pretty dark places and listening to like death metal, that never made me fucking hate myself. But dude, just listening to like two seconds of Taylor Swift, I'm like, you know what? I don't need to, I don't need to be on this earth anymore. Like just <laughs> just listening to just a small amount of some girl from Michigan with a twang in her voice somehow talking up some bullshit about some boyfriend that left her with her pickup. It's like, shut the fuck. What? Why is this a song? How are you making this much money? I don't know. I, I, I think maybe it's like, uh, this isn't very 4th of July of me, but it's just like this country to me is like the lowest form of like entertainment. It's like fart joke comedy. Okay. That's what I think of country music. I think of like Dumb and Dumber. There's people who love Dumb and Dumber and there's nothing me wrong included. with it. But the whole point of Dumb and Dumber is look how absurd we could be. I feel that, that is country music. It's just this absurd fucking nonsensical bullshit every song is the same song if you listen other than a garth brooks album and or willie nelson i'll give willie his his credit too and you know there's 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 actually old country that i like johnny cash george Strait. there is shit i like uh but i mean this this stuff that's out now woof woof i would say that the new out of the new stuff chris stapleton really sticks out to me i really like his music I don't know that it's entirely fair to call him a country music artist. Now, he certainly has a lot of country music, but he also does a lot of blues and rock. And because he does a lot of blues and rock, I will give him a saving grace and not lump him in with the turd pile that is country. I would agree with you that he is a lot of times a country music artist. But, you know, that motherfucker can sing and he can play guitar. So, uh, you know, and actually Brad Paisley, too. I think if Brad Paisley was a rocker, he'd be a monster, but he'd rather wear tight jeans with a fucking cowboy hat. Probably never even seen a horse in his life. I, I think uh, all these country music musician, musicians listening to you right now are laughing all the way to their fucking bank accounts. Yeah, they're you know? laughing to their bank accounts going, eat shit, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think I might be going bald. Look at that. Welcome to I, the club, maybe- my friend. Well, yeah, I mean, at least I made it to 30 before I, I started going. But yeah, actually, I was talking to Ashley about it the other day. I was like, yeah, it's not really going to make any difference in my life. She was like, oh, well, I like you with hair. And I was like, well, that's great. But I'm already married. So, you know, I don't need to peacock anymore. And more importantly, I wear a hat 95% of the time. The only time I don't have a hat on is in the shower or in bed. So, like, it makes no difference to me. I mean, it would be it would be terrible if I was like an office worker 
you know, I, it's sort of like, hey, dude, why do you got a hat on? But I'm a fucking equipment operator and a truck driver, so I'll wear a fucking hat as long as I please. There you go. So, Reed, when you think about the 4th of July, what were some of the things that you guys did as a family growing up, like you and your sister? What are some of the activities that you guys did? So, fortunately, uh, my family has a cabin on Big Lake. And uh, anybody who doesn't know about Big Lake, let me tell you, it's aptly named. It's a big fucking lake. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's sort of one of those places that's just like, all right, yeah, it's fucking Big Lake. Anyway, so we had have this place out at Big Lake, and Fourth uh, of July was always a really big time for my family. Uh, we're talking the whole fam family, which in my uh, side of my family could be 25, 30 people strong. So we'd all load up, go out to the cabin. Uh, you know, with that many people, there'd be a lot of people in tents outside around the sauna, and we'd just you know go out there and party in so far as uh zimas and uh alaskan ambers would allow for the adults and uh you know enough soda to drown a a, a whale for the kids and fourth of july night we'd light fireworks anybody's ever been out to big lake knows that on you know the first and fourth of july they have these big firework displays so we'd light off our fireworks have our fun and then we'd watch the the huge display now mind you fourth of july in alaska doesn't get very dark so you don't get like the coolest experience but what uh, they lose in the uh the periphery of the vision that you gain in absolute magnitude on a fourth of july at big lake because every person out there because there's like five fireworks stands on the way to big lake has got loaded up and frankly, I'm actually surprised we even had more fires out there at Big Lake. But uh, yeah, it'd be pretty wild uh, fireworks displays, you know, get the floating dock out there, do a lot of sunbathing, catch a lot of fish. It was a, a good way to uh, spend time with the family. And, you know, frankly, I don't know how much reflecting on the fourth I ever did uh, up until, you know, the time I joined the Army, frankly. But, uh, you know, it was always a really fun time to be out there because everybody was out there with the intent of, cutting loose and having fun yeah and you know that's that's the way i think we should uh honor that specific holiday right spending time with family doing things that you love disconnecting from your everyday worries you know your work email nobody's working on fourth of july well not many people are working on fourth of july hopefully and you're able to just kind of sit back and hang out and let loose and relax and be around friends and family have a few beverages and just enjoy it. Enjoy some grilled food. I can't wait to grill some meat. No matter what we do this weekend, there will be meat that is grilled involved, whether it's hog wings. Have you tried these hog wings yet? Do they have those up there? It's it's basically hog legs. And when you cook them, when you grill them, it's basically pulled pork on a stick. It's fucking incredible. Oh, that sounds incredible. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And growing up, we didn't really go to Big Lake, but we did go camping quite a bit. Um, we didn't really go to Seward for 4th of July. I know Seward, Alaska no. is a big 4th of July area, uh, which is kind of strange because Seward, Nebraska is the same thing. We are Nebraska's 4th of July city here. So everybody gets really into it here in town, which is really cool. It's a lot of fun to go see all the vendors downtown and things. We're going to miss that this year, obviously. But Sarah and I have a system down now where we can walk downtown, check out the sites, 
Um, we can walk around, see all the vendors, and then about 10, 30, 11, we get in line for food, and maybe that's a grilled turkey leg or whatever, but we get there before the lines get real big, and then we just kind of walk home and enjoy the rest of the day. You know, it's it's out of the way. It's done. Uh, we can just kind of relax and drink beer and grill meat. Uh, can I just quickly say that uh, roasted turkey legs are one of my absolute favorite things, and I I think... Not only because of the tastiness of the turkey, but there, there's not much more possible barbaric feeling than holding a fucking aloft <laughs> a, a turkey leg and just you got it. I mean, if you can eat a turkey leg without making that sound, you're doing it wrong. I'm, I'm telling you, you got to get in on that thing. It's an incredible thing. I love those. Yeah, man. Those and uh. Fair corn dogs. I don't know why those are so much better, but a fair corn dog, that's crack. I mean, I'm pretty sure they put crack in those. <laughs> Just sprinkle, sprinkle some crack in there. Well, Reed, I think we pretty much covered what we wanted to cover today. We talked about Fourth of July, some of our favorite memories, some of our favorite ways to celebrate. Before you get off onto your adventures and before I go do a solo bush light race, is there anything else that you think that we should talk about and reflect on before we get to celebrating our country's independence? Yeah, just uh, my assumption of of our show specifically is uh, probably mostly Americans. And uh, given that that is the case, I think uh, on this day, you you should give some thanks to how fucking lucky you got uh, landing the jackpot that is born in America. Uh, You know, there might be other good places, but damn, if you don't have the right to vote for who you want, the right to say what you want, the right to carry a gun or you know all sorts of things print whatever you want i mean we we've got it pretty well made in this country and it's and it's due to some people who laid it on the line against really tall fucking odds and you know there's a lot of people worldwide who got lucky on that you know whether it be world war 1 world war 2 our allies in so far as in those situations uh, or not but you know as an American, this is a day that you should take a second, maybe not a whole whole minute even, but just take a second and think of how lucky you got it to be here on this day and all that you've got because of it. And like, you know, me and you especially, we have the time to fuck around and talk to each other and post that so other people can hear us talk. That is only a thing that uh, I for sure get to do on a day like today because of the fact that I'm here. Because if I'm in China, I'm probably working or trying to dodge viruses. One of the two, you know, well, you're still <laughs> trying to dodge virus in America right That's now. That's true. But That's I see true. what you're saying. And yeah, we should all take a second to just kind of reflect on America and what that means to us with the understanding that, hey, we still have a lot of room to grow as Americans. And we still have a Fuck lot of yeah. things that we need to do to improve as Americans. But for today, we should just sit back, relax and enjoy it and drink some beer, and not listen to any country music. That's right. (laughs) All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for spending some time with me today. Happy 4th. Hope you guys have a fun and safe trip, and I can't wait to hear all about it. All right, brother. Be good. All right, dude. You too. Bye. Later. Later.